0: Welcome to the Comic Sauce Podcast, where we talk comics and comics culture. I am Henry Liu, and today I am once again joined by Porfirio Rangel. Porfirio, how are you doing? Doing really
1: well, Henry. You sound extra excited today.
0: Absolutely. Always a pleasure to talk to you, and always a pleasure to talk to... Christian Diadamo, Christian, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty well, Henry. I am. I'm pretty excited to talk about our topic today. I think um, <laughs> it is an old favorite. <laughs> Excellent. Today is March fourth, 2021, and the year 2021 marks the 25th anniversary of Pokemon, the phenomenon known as Pokemon. And uh, we will get into it. Uh, but first, a couple of news items. Uh, you want to talk about this a little bit, Porfirio?
1: Yeah, sure. So one news item. Um, we finally know the title of Spider-Man 3. Spider-Man No Way Home.
0: Yes. Yeah, they've been sitting on this one for a while. Yeah. So we finally have a title. Sure enough, it is a... Uh, it's sticking with the home theme of the trilogy, right?
1: It really is. Like, yeah. It. Um, do you guys have any theories of what that might mean? No way home.
0: I haven't thought about it personally. How about um, you guys? I guess you know.
2: He's on the run from, you know, being wanted after the end. You know, when he see he gets his name broadcasted out. To everybody by Mysterio so could be that could be the multiverse <laughs> dun, dun, dun.
0: that did cross my mind a little bit but yeah I think maybe the literal translation is is Peter Parker kind of a, a fugitive right because at the end of Far From Home he's, his name has been tarnished his identity has been revealed so it might be a movie where he's like on the run right but yeah yeah might be multiverse related as well yeah we'll see
1: we'll see um but yeah that movie's coming out in christmas which is surprising We don't usually get a marvel movie in december
0: that's true i know that uh into the spider-verse was a holiday release in 2018 so i wonder if maybe they're they're going off that um we but think. yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But certainly, yeah. Uh, an MCU movie has never had a, a holiday season release. So mm-hmm. kind of interesting, right?
1: Yeah, usually that that hol- that much usually belongs to Star Wars in the past.
0: Historically, yes, yeah. Uh-huh.
1: But um, another movie, a big movie, is coming out soon. The Justice League, the Snyder Cut coming soon to HBO Max um you know we've been talking about this one for a while that's coming out like I think in two weeks two weeks yeah and so really recently they just announced the titles to the six parts of the of the movie I mean do we even (laughs) consider it a movie or is it a long ass TV show now like (laughs)
0: Um, it sounds kind of like a, a mini series now yeah six part <laughs> mini series that's what it sounds like to me but yeah i don't know
1: it but yeah,
0: I, I could see that yeah
1: uh-huh. but yeah like you got you look at the names the the title of the each part you got like don't count any batman the age of heroes beloved mother beloved son like you know you gotta like read between the lines you know when you're given this kind of stuff and just be like what is happening and yeah so the Snyder Kid that's going to be six parts six hour movie um just think like watching Infinity War and Endgame together you know it's just like that it's not that long
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm not sure what to make of all of this. It's kind of interesting that they're releasing it in six parts. You know, when they announced that it'd be a 4-hour cut of the movie, I thought, "Wow, that's a pretty long movie." But now it's kind of like, "Wow, it's turned into a it's it's changed from a long movie to a mini series that has pretty short episodes <laughs> so yeah yeah it's just throwing me for a loop here but, but the whole thing is like a big question mark to me it's it's very unprecedented uh so i'm just curious i i'm looking forward to checking this out it seems to be something we've really never experienced before right so that in itself will be pretty interesting to check out
1: i definitely yeah uh, i agree like marvels had its own like unique way of storytelling the marvel universe now with like disney plus and wandavision into the formula but the way warner brothers is like selling the snatter cut to us i am totally like whether or not it's good i give them a plus for our promotions and um just like how they're delivering it to us you know i'm meeting it up <laughs> as a as a marvel fan <laughs>
0: Yeah, it is all pretty interesting. I mean, the th- the way things have changed in a pretty short period of time, it's pretty fascinating. You know, we've seen what The Mandalorian has done. Like The Mandalorian has completely changed the way stories are told through these streaming services, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they've taken tel- television and just completely changed it. Like each episode is like a different running time. And it references old movies, but then it provides new stories and it's totally new. And then you look at WandaVision, you're like, that's like completely new also. And then with the Snyder Cut, this seems to be a completely different beast. So like, I think it's pretty cool. You know, like everyone seems to be just kind of throwing out the old and just like rolling out all this new stuff. And it's, uh, it's pretty fascinating to experience. I'm, I'm down. I'm totally here for it. Uh, One other note on the Snyder Cut is yet another kind of weird aspect to it. All is the aspect ratio. You guys hear about this? So I guess this uh, Snyder Cut is in a one thirty-seven to one aspect ratio. No, I didn't. Totally different. Like this is this is like the old uh, like boom tube TV aspect ratio. You know, and uh, yeah, it's like. we're all familiar with it because uh some of wandavision is shot in this aspect ratio but the reason they did is because that's the way old ass tv shows were shot right there's no seemingly there's no reason why like a new piece of media like this would be shot in this aspect ratio but yet another very weird thing about this whole endeavor uh so yeah that is pretty strange yeah. yeah it is strange right yeah So again, a a strange curiosity for sure. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So I think we can move on to our main topic, Pokemon. And for that, I know, uh, as you were alluding to earlier, Christian, this has been something that's been pretty close to you for most of your life. Right. So maybe you can, uh, Take it from here. All right. So
2: today we are celebrating the 25th anniversary of Pokemon. Woohoo! Happy birthday! Yeah. Gotta catch them all, all. Right. <laughs> gotta catch them all. I want to be the very best that no one ever was. Um. Okay. <laughs> so. The song. <laughs> yeah, the whole song. Because <laughs> uh-huh. that song rocked when we were in school. Oh my god, yeah.
1: That that song was iconic. I even saw, I mean, like, we watched a Pokemon movie. I even saw Henry, like, rock out to the theme song.
0: I won't lie, it's pretty awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I loved it, and
2: because I loved it, my parents had to listen to it over and over. (laughs) Excellent. Okay, so, well, let's get into Pokemon. So, one thing about Pokemon is uh, we're kind of gushing over the nostalgia is that Pokemon has become such like a merchandising and franchising machine. It is, according to Wikipedia, like the number one media franchise in terms of sales. So uh, throughout these 25 years of Pokemon, I'm going to go over just like a, a few quick facts to set the stage. So Pokemon first released in uh, February 27th of 1996. Um red blue or red green in Japan and then red and blue two different Game Boy games that chronicled your character who is red in the games or known as Ash in the show you got your Pokemon and you went to your eight gyms in the Kanto region fought the elite four in the Pokemon tournament and claimed victory as Pokemon champion collecting upwards of hundred and fifty Pokemon. Catching them all. But the thing is, depending on which version of the game you got, you got different Pokemon. And so, since that initial release, back in 1996, there have been eight different generations of just these mainline games, not counting the countless spin off games. And so, as of March 2020, Pokemon has sold 368 million units worldwide, uh, the latest release, uh, Sword and Shield, released 2019, had the most successful launch of any Pokemon game to date. And Pokemon is the third highest selling video game franchise of all time, uh, just behind Mario and Tetris. Other two big, you know, n- game games on the Nintendo. And so, accompanying with that, as we mentioned, there was the Pokemon anime. And so now there are twenty-three seasons of the Pokemon anime based on all the different generations of games, which which has more than a thousand episodes produced. When it oh, started oh, airing oh. back in April 1st. Of... Crazy. Yeah. A <laughs> thousand. Like. Um which it started in nineteen ninety-seven. So I I couldn't tell you how many episodes that, like, The Simpsons had has had up until now, but it's definitely in that region. And now, there are 23 Pokemon just animated movies so far. So 24, 24, I guess, total if you can't detect a Pikachu. Uh, Most of these movies were definitely direct-to-video or, like, very, very limited screenings, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, on top of that... There's the Pokemon Trading Card Game, which, um, as of March 2020, the Pokemon TCG Trading Card Game has sold 30.4 billion cards worldwide.
0: (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Yeah. That's something else.
2: And so, like, it's definitely a game that has stood the test of time and still has a very loyal player base to to this day. Wow. And so, those are kind of. It'll give you this the sense of scope as just the giant that Pokemon is. And so, let me start by asking you guys: What is your first experience with Pokemon? Um, were you into it at an early age? How did it impact you in your life? Kind of at the time that you may have first heard about it. So, yeah, I can start here. Uh, why don't we start with you,
0: Perfirio?
2: How did, how did you first get into...
0: Oh. oh, that's cool. Yeah. No, go ahead, Perfirio. Why don't you, you start?
1: Yeah. So, uh, I I mean, I don't know how old I was. I was probably, you know, like... when So, I was probably like four. You know, I got to probably like 98, you know, like... I think you said the anime came out in 97, so I guess a year after it came out. Um, And, yeah, like, I just remember, like, coming home from school and not wanting to do my homework yet until after I got my daily dose of Pokemon (laughs) on TV. And, um, yeah, like, I totally got into the TV show first and then I didn't get, like, my first Pokemon game till years later. Like, I think my first Pokemon... Now that I think about it, I think my first and only Pokemon game was Pokemon Ruby, which I got, like, in 2008 on Game Boy Advance. But, yeah, like, Pokemon was a big part of my childhood. Just, like like, we said, the theme song and getting to know the pokemon and it it was like you know a kid's little like community that we talked about like do you have uh this in your game or do you have this trading card or or like that and then it's just like like that whole like exchange on the playground (laughs) That, that black market um was just fun and um yeah, that's my experience of Pokemon and how I got introduced to it.
0: Cool. Yeah. So, on my end, um, yeah, thanks for the little recap, Christian, because I am completely new to this whole world. Um, I have very little knowledge of this phenomenon. And, yeah, part of it is a generational thing. You know, uh, we're talking about the 25th anniversary of Pokemon. Um, yeah 1996 I was in college in 1996 and something like Pokemon was the last thing on my mind (laughs) Um, (laughs) I I was you know listening to alternative rock and um, getting interested in girls and you know looking at uh, my post college year job prospects that sort of thing right (laughs) um so yeah the timing you know there, there there would have been something pretty wrong if i had gotten into pokemon when it <laughs> came out i think uh and and in fact right now the present day 2021 is like kind of more appropriate for me to get exposed to this because i have a six-year-old son and um he's uh, he's he's getting interested in Pokemon. So with his interest, I'm starting to get familiar with all of this stuff, you know? And, you know, a few weeks ago, I couldn't tell you what exactly this thing was. I didn't know it, it was a a video game, a movie, a TV show, and a trading card thing. Like, I had no idea. Uh, so this is all educational to me. Um, but it is fascinating. Like, um, you know, I, I don't want to be that guy to say oh this is just stupid this is just stupid kid stuff like let's move on like this is a a worldwide huge phenomenon i mean you know you ran some of the numbers christian but um you know we, we talk a lot about fandom on this podcast and you can't ignore the influence of this franchise right so um you know i'm i'm here with with open ears man um i want to know uh what this is all about um if not for myself for my son you know so uh yeah I, i'm i'm definitely intrigued by this phenomenon no question
2: mm-hmm. yeah um i would definitely say like six years old is also around the time that i got into it uh, just like your son like around i guess that was about like 1998 for me so like, my cousin bought me, like, some cards in, like, red and blue. Uh, and, like, I had to get a Game Boy so I can get that game. That game that everybody else was talking about on the playground. And so, like, it's, it, like, from there, it, it kind of just kept snowballing in a, in a way. Like, it was, like, the thing everyone talked about. It was, like, oh, yeah, like, do you have this card oh, I have this card. Oh, you should battle me in the game. Oh, did you watch that episode last night? Um, and so, like, you know, as a kid, you you want to kind of know, you want to, like, kind of get in on the fad. You want to be cool. And, and, like, you know, do what your friends do and, and, like, play the games that they play. And so, like, I guess for me, that that's, that's what happened. That playground talk, you know, the playground rumors, like, it's kind of, like, a real big part of, you know, what Pokemon was for me at the, at the time. And, uh, like, I guess, and while I guess that kind of grew, and I get over time I did grow out of it, I think just, like, that experience of, alone or just, like, really makes the Pokemon franchise for me. Cool. Uh, 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 um. So, now that I get, here's a question for you guys, like, because we're going to up like how you've gotten into it through your, through your son in a way, and, um, whereas well, me and Porphyra kind of grew up with it. So is there anything you kind of still have or have on you now that may or may not be Pokemon related, like games, merchandise, things like that, cards?
0: Oh, I can answer that real quick. This is kind of funny, just kind of coincidence. Um, so um, my wife came across this box of free stuff across the street and then she spotted something uh, that she thought our son might enjoy. Uh, so she brought it home and she's like, hey, Simon, check out this cool toy I found. And um, and then I saw it. And I- I, and i geeked out it's hella cool it's 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 pikachu dressed as captain america it's like it's
2: oh, so cool great. that's really cool he's
0: got the shield and everything and uh it's yeah it's it, it's literally pikachu dressed as cap and uh it, it's 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 pretty awesome I'm, I'm, i might be fighting my son for for that one <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah. Like I said, uh I, I'm not part of the Pokemon fandom. Um but uh yeah now we do officially own some Pokemon merch. Yeah. The first of what I guess could be many merch. Could be could be a lot. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Do you still have anything like around around the house, Porfirio?
0: Uh Pokemon?
2: Yeah. Do you have any like Pokemon related things? Um if you bought
1: anything. I I'm trying to think. I mean, besides my games and movies, not so much recently though. Since like it's been like the 25th anniversary, um, I did buy these like. Let me see if I can, if you guys can see them. I got like these like because Levi's did like a collaboration with Pokemon to promote the 25th anniversary, and so. I got these like limited edition like Pokemon pants. Like, oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, like, like, yeah, to, just to, just to, yeah, explain what I'm showing. I'm just like, it's like a pair of green Levi's with like different Pokemon all all across. Like, there's like Butterfree, Snorlax, Magikarp, Jigglypuff, uh, Duck Trio, Ponyta, Zubat, Side Duck, and just like a bunch of different Pokemon all over it. And when I saw it, I was like, I gotta have it. <laughs> 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 and so nice. yeah, like like you know, like I, I don't know, like for your son, Henry, like if he's like growing up with Pokemon, you know, just like like when you grow up you're just like you have that nostalgia and you're just like I gotta have that geeky thing that I grew up with you know you kinda you kinda grew out of it cause I definitely grew out of it like in junior high and high school I was, you know, was like oh Pokemon's for little kids but then like mm-hmm. I don't know being an adult again I'm just like fuck that I love Pokemon <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, out <laughs> you know with Pokemon and everything so yeah um yeah i'm slowly getting my back into that pokemon rift and i'm like totally realized that i am like so out of touch with what's happened with pokemon over the past few years
0: yeah we do talk about this on the show quite a bit too nostalgia right the power of nostalgia you know it's crazy you know stuff you're exposed to early in your life can really affect you later in life right um and a lot of the the stuff uh, we're exposed to now a lot of the media we're exposed to now is kind of playing upon that nostalgia right i think pokemon is r- really mm-hmm. tapped into that right i mean a, a lot of the stuff we talk about is tapped into that but yeah uh, i think pokemon is is definitely no exception
2: mm-hmm. yeah that's a pretty good point like um, especially cause like the people who like got into it in an early age back in like the late nineties, early two thousands are now growing up and we have the nostalgia to go back to it mm-hmm. or, you know, younger kids are going to get it, like, and then as Pokemon continues cause it makes so much money. It's going to keep continuing.
0: Oh yeah. Like
2: you'll have like parents who are into it, getting their kids into it and like, and then the cycle just keep going on and on. Yep. And so, um, all right. So we did wa- we did. Watch Pokemon movie actually. Um, yep. We watched Pokemon. I choose you. So mm-hmm. as a way to get into this, uh, we th- we think this is like a good a good modern entry point because, like I said, there's twenty three movies. There's all these seasons of anime that go back to like the '90s. And so, like, um, this "Come On, I Choose You" was kind of—it was released, you know, 2017—and is the first in kind of like this reboot timeline that the that they're doing with the movies, where it takes um, Ash, you know, our main character, and he gets Pikachu, and kind of like remixes some of the earlier adventure with some newer Pokemon and like kind of the newer generations in mind. And so, um, let's see. So let's let's uh, get into this movie. What do you guys think of the movie? Do you guys have any good like kind of general thoughts on what on this movie uh, or like you know anything you would like to say?
1: Um, I'll, I'll go first. Uh, I I liked it. I thought it was a cool like re- remake of the original run. Um, uh. I, I really kind of it definitely um, played off like the spirit of Pokemon which was like you know like friendship and fighting and seeing all the cool Pokemon um, and it took me a while to realize that like it was just a modern take of the first season of the anime show you know with like the, the music and the type of Pokemon and stuff and referencing, like, some of the early titles, like, when Ash gets Charmander and, or, like, when Ash has to release Butterfree. So those feelings were definitely coming back. I was like, oh, no, I had to relive those moments. Um, the only thing I wish would have happened was, like, there was more, like... It, it did a little bit more episodes, like, how Ash caught... Bulbasaur, or Squirtle, you know? And I also do wish that, like, if it was going to retell the story, whether it just stayed with the Generation 1 Pokemon, instead of including, like, these other Pokemon I did not know about, like, the 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 Bad Trainers Pokemon, I had no idea who they were, and Lucario, I know he's a different generation, um. So I was just a little bit disappointed about that. I just wish they stayed with the first generation, but it was a cute retelling of the original anime run.
2: Nice. All right, what did you think of it, Henry? So, as, uh, as someone new to Pokemon, as yeah, this is your first entry into the anime, you know, what did you think?
0: Yeah, kind of an interesting experience on my end because, as I mentioned... I'm a father now, so kind yeah, of interesting, you know. Like when we started uh, to roll this movie on our movie night a couple weeks ago, um I had a, I had kind of a a feeling of dread a little bit because this is exactly the kind of movie that I try to avoid watching these days because <laughs> we have stuff like this on like all the time. So if I get a moment to myself, this is the last type of thing I'm going to watch, you know. Like, usually I'm reaching for, like, an R-rated movie or something. Like, I just want to, you know, get away from kids' content, right? Uh, so um, just just starting it up, I was like, oh, man, like, this might be a little tough for, for me to get through. Um, that said, you know, I think there's some some positives to it, you know? Um, I really dug the the classic 2D anime animation, very cool. Um, I noticed that uh, this is a pretty recent release. It's a 2017 movie. So I thought it might have some like snazzy, like 3D-esque animation to it, but it was like very old school anime looking so i appreciated that i thought it was a a very cool aesthetic um we talked about it already but the pokemon theme song is rocking you know like this is i'm sure i heard it before at some point but this is the only time i listened to it like beginning to end and yeah i get it man it's super catchy it's it's like um it's it's like a, a classic rock theme you know very cool um besides that um I mean we'll 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 probably get into the little details um but uh yeah maybe I'll, I'll mention the main character a little bit ash right um you know I'm sure I've seen images of this guy a whole lot throughout the decades um but I I never really knew who he was what he was so it was kind of cool getting to know this character a little bit and um kind of kind of interesting to me like he doesn't seem that likable a character you know like he seems pretty irresponsible he seems like um i don't know just just kind of a doofus you know like y- you're supposed to be rooting for him right i mean presumably but here's a guy who like on this huge day, like his, his dream is to become a Pokemon master. Right. So you would think on the day that he finally gets to be a trainer, you know, and he gets to select his Pokemon, he would fucking wake up on time, you know, (laughs) and he does not like, he's he's like a total fuck up, you know? Um, So like, (laughs) I'm like, I'm like, right away. I was like, like, I'm supposed to like this guy, you know? So, I don't know. Um, as I watched the movie, I kind of realized, oh, I kind of get it. Like, he, his imperfections are supposed to be things that children are supposed to kind of identify with and, and like, find some relatability in, right? So, I kind of get that. Um, but, yeah, right from the beginning, he, he just kind of turned me off a little bit. I'm like, I, I don't really care about this guy like he, he just seems like um like he kind of deserves to like to, to 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 not get his way because he's he's just he's just kind of a screw up you know so uh, sure thoughts
1: Henry, you sound like just a dad right now. Like you sound like a dad.
0: <laughs> yeah, see that—that's that parenting man. Like uh, I'm, I'm looking at it from a totally different angle here. Like, dude, this is your big day. Wake up on time, man.
3: Come on.
0: But anyhow, th- th- that's kind of my initial take on the movie.
2: I gotta say, like, what, like listening to you talk about, like, yeah, like being a dad and like approaching as a dad makes me like, oh man, what did I? do to my dad all those years ago? Like, what did I put him through? All those movies, all the hours of the anime, like, oh no! What have I done to my parents? Like, um, and like, yeah, like I, I definitely see what you mean with Ash. Like, I almost felt like in the movie Ash felt like way more competent than he actually was in the actual show growing up. Like, Ash is the uh, you know, like, looking back, Ash is pretty lame. Like, he, he definitely doesn't really, like, grow up into, like, you know, like, like, Spider-Man kind of, like, grows up to be that, you know, really powerful, more confident adult. Because, um, like, throughout everything, he's always kind of that same little 10-year-old kid. Yeah, and 25,
1: so... 25 years later, and he's still 10.
2: Yeah, he's still 10, going to different <laughs> regions. He just keeps losing. Uh, I've looked this up. I never really got past, like, Season 2 of Pokemon, um, Gold and Silver. But, like, Ash, Ash is known to, like, just kind of lose every championship for the most part. Like, and, like, he always kind of ha- is just kind of a doofus that kind of screws around. But his Pikachu is always kind of, the you know, the one really just bailing him out. Mm-hmm or like he yeah, gets lucky and like there's a lot of episodes where he goes for those big gym badges and like something team rocket does something wacky and like the battle gets messed up and they kind of the gym leader just gives it to ash for doing something to save the day and so like it definitely has that like the whole show is definitely has that like real wacky like it's it's largely made for that t- target audience of like very young kids you definitely had a much more like positive reaction so that's good that's good
1: yeah Um, uh, Henry like if you're yeah if if you if you're looking for that like spider-man Peter Parker like fuck up like and then grows up kind of moment from ash you're not gonna get it like 12 (laughs) 12 years later he's still fucking up That's uh-huh. funny. Like, he, <laughs> he, uh, yeah, like, I mean, Ash has always been the type of person to, I mean, like I said, I'm just speaking up until the third season. Um, but yeah, like, like Christian was saying, like, Ash only, he stays 10. He doesn't really grow up. He stays a child. He doesn't collect all the Pokemon. He never wins a championship. Um, which I did hear though a few years back, he finally won the championship.
2: Finally, <laughs> uh-huh. after like how many uh, episodes was that?
1: <laughs> at, 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 like probably episode like eight hundred and something. I don't know. Um, and like you talk about like that likability about Ash, I guess like you never really get that from him, even from like yo- a young age. You just kind of watch it because the Pokemon battles, like. I guess like you could say that Ash does have that imperfections of a young kid, but he remains a kid twenty five years later. So he never has like that grown up kind of like mature mentality with about him. But that's why he has his supporting members like Misty and Brock, who are way more entertaining <laughs> than Ash. There
0: you, there you
2: go. Yeah, like I guess what what like. What made me like Ash as a kid also was um, the fact that, like, I I was already playing the games and, like, interacting with Pokemon. And so, like, Ash was less of a character himself and just more of, like, how I viewed myself on, on my journey playing playing the game mm-hmm. as he's, like, kind of the stand-in in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, but, of course, you know, you of course, you are looking at it as, you know, the, a, a little kid, watching Ash as well and so like I think that's there whereas like you know if you go back to it you kind of see all the places Ash messed up where you as the player actually succeeded (laughs) there we go I would say like the main character of Pokemon Pikachu is kind of where it bails them out and like you know it is Pokemon and Pikachu is the Pokemon and like, there's always like a lot of focus on, on the, you know, the, uh, the Pokemon themselves, whereas like the human characters are just kind of like, they fill your, your general archetype, character archetypes, so to speak, um, that you can just like vaguely latch onto as a kid.
0: Yeah, that was a, an aspect of the movie I liked too. Uh, Pikachu, super cute, you know, um, I should uh, I should say that I guess technically this isn't my very first foray into Pokemon because I did see the uh, the recent Detective Pikachu movie and um, yeah so that that was like I guess technically my first Pokemon ever thing um, but yeah in that movie. It was a very different Pikachu, right? It was voiced by Ryan Reynolds. It was kind of a wise-cracking, uh, know-it-all type. Um, but this Pikachu, which you know, is kind of the, the the more well-known Pikachu, right? Is is like super adorable, right? And um, and is very in line with uh, with uh, you know Japanese culture and like a lot of these. Uh, uh icons of japanese japanese culture like hello kitty etc right mm-hmm. um so super cute and um and very adorable and um yeah you know my my def- my heart definitely melted seeing uh pikachu do his thing in this movie so that, that was definitely a positive of the movie too
1: for me it was it was funny because i was explained to my my brother my little brother who's um way more pokemon fan than i am Mm -hmm. um i was explaining to him that we were doing this show and that like a a movie we were thinking of doing for moving it was like detective pikachu but i didn't know that you had already watched with your son and he was like No. no Not Detective Pikachu. If you're gonna introduce somebody to Pokemon, Detective Pikachu is not the way to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, like you said, like the Pikachu's are like totally different. Like you could tell like Detective yeah. Pikachu is just like Ryan Reynolds voicing Pikachu
3: mm-hmm. versus
1: like the Pikachu that is just like, you know, an electric mouse with uh cuteness. I guess I yeah. guess that's the best way to describe it in the end <laughs> De- of
0: Definitely. Yeah. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Between
2: between these two movies, what would you say is your favorite that you've seen so far, Detective Pikachu or Pokemon I Choose You?
0: Well, it's I mean, I don't have a whole lot to compare it to in terms of <laughs> Pokemon stuff, obviously. Uh, and I have to be honest, you know, wasn't a huge fan of either of these movies. Um, You know, I will go back to the point I was saying before how, you know, the things that you're exposed to at an early age can really affect you and I wasn't exposed to any of this stuff at an early age so I I don't have that nostalgia factor at all so that 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 goes a long way. And, you know, just a lot of this stuff is just I don't really get it, (laughs) you know, Um, but of these two movies, I I think I would prefer I choose you over Detective Pikachu. yeah, it does. It does seem to have um, more of the the Japanese culture roots in it. You know, um, uh, I'm new to Pokemon, but I'm not new to Japanese anime, right? And um, a lot of that stuff is great. And I, this, I feel, is you know, is, is part of that. Like I said, just the the animation style alone, um, I, I, you know. Was digging, and I took comfort in right. Whereas with with Detective Pikachu, like I was like, "What is this?" You know, I, I didn't know uh, how to take it, and um, it just seemed really strange to me. You know, um, yeah, the, the the Ryan Reynolds voice didn't really match the Pikachu character very very well. I thought so. It, the movie just seemed to be kind of all, all over the place and um, it didn't really seem to come together well. Um, at least with uh, this animated movie, um, not my particular cup of tea, uh, but I would say, you know, I could kind of see the appeal of this movie and this whole franchise through this movie, for sure.
2: What about you, prefer Did you like pokemon I choose you or detective pikachu or if there's a different pokemon movie like over any of those
1: I mean, obviously yeah i have my own pokemon movie I, I would rather have chosen out of those those ones like pokemon the first movie pokemon 2000 um but if just choosing between those two i would choose pokemon i choose you i think with the live action one i think it just really tried playing on nostalgia too hard and just seeing the live action was it was cool seeing the pokemon with the special effects but the storyline was pretty weak it was the characters weren't that likable and with the cartoon like i don't know that's just something you expect from a cartoon you don't expect like the cartoon to have like the, the target audience be like a young adult like me you know it's more geared towards kids. So um, it just feels like it's, it, it just felt more appropriate and I had it like at a high, lower uh, standard for like, in terms of like storyline on all that kind of stuff, but there was more Pokemon battles and the music was cooler. And, um, the characters or the way they interacted really felt within the spirit of Pokemon and everything. So I do have to give the itch to the cartoon, and then mm-hmm. the live action.
2: Yeah, I, I, I'd agree with that. Um, it's interesting that you bring up like actual Pokemon battles. Um, I was like, I really, Like I used to watch the movies like on repeat, you know, like one, two, three, I didn't care for three and four. I didn't care for as much, but like, I remember watching those movies. and thinking like, man, there's not really a lot of Pokemon battles between like two trainers, which just seems kind of weird because you think that's the that's the big focus of Pokemon. Whereas like I Choose You definitely had like a lot of that and like really good animation. And so I yeah I did I did really enjoy that one. Um, I think you know coming back to these movies and like Detective Pikachu, I did I did enjoy. Um, but I think you're yeah you're kind of right, Henry. It was like a little all over the place and um there's like a yeah there's a part of it that doesn't really like kind of fit with like ryan reynolds and pikachu it's part of the humor but it it, like you know like for me i guess sometimes it worked sometimes it really didn't you know Mm -hmm. but um actually okay so going back to pokemon i choose you so we've been talking Talking about Pikachu, talking about like Ryan Reynolds' voice in Pikachu and how that was weird. So I, I want to bring up uh, the most controversial scene in the entire movie in the entire uh, Pokemon. I choose you, and um, <laughs> it is Pikachu talking to Ash um, oh my God. in like kind of the big climax of the movie where Ash is like dying and like Ash is like Pikachu, why don't you get your Pokeball? And then Pikachu just like says in like this that real high pitched voice, "It's because I always want to be with you." <laughs> and like I I've seen like uh, looking up like what the how people reacted to this movie that was like the first thing that comes up where it's like someone with like their phone in a theater, and then the like that scene hits and the whole theater just erupts and just
3: what the fuck
2: like <laughs> I heard a guy say that in, in the theater like out loud and it's like oh those poor kids <laughs> I have to like listen to that guy what the fuck
0: oh wow so <laughs> oh my god
1: yeah like I remember reading about that scene where, um, but I didn't know it was in that movie so when we re- so when we watched it, I was definitely like what the hell?
0: <laughs> okay, so you guys are gonna need to help me out here. So is the outrage the fact that Pikachu is speaking or is it just the outrageousness of the of the dialogue? No, like Pikachu speaking. Like okay. yeah, like Pikachu, it's like um
1: you know, kind of like like think of it as like you know when uh age of ultron when like vision picks up thor's hammer you Mm -hmm. know you're just so Uh, used uh, to like thor being the only one picking up the hammer and all of a sudden (laughs) vision picks it up you're just like what the hell because you're so so used Mm -hmm. to like pikachu not talking just saying like pika pika like he never has a voice Mm -hmm. so after all these years he finally talks and you're just like what what he talks
0: oh that's funny Although, i definitely like, i definitely noticed that moment because the whole movie he didn't talk and then he just and then he spoke and that that stood out to me but here you know i'm i'm come from a place where i just watched a pikachu movie where mm-hmm. pikachu's talking the whole movie it's a loud mouth brian reynolds you know so <laughs> it wasn't a big shock to me so it's it's kind of funny a different perspective mm-hmm. They do also
2: have another Pokemon that talks in the movie, Meowth. Um, So, like, I could imagine, like, you... Like, if you don't already know, because that... Because, oh, Pokemon can talk, you've seen a Pokemon talk. And so I imagine if you're just watching this movie, that might not, like, hit that same level of, like, outrage. Like, personally, Mm -hmm. I didn't really, like, think too much of it. I thought it was really stupid. Like, I, I thought it was, was a really corny line, but, like, yeah, I, I you know, really I wouldn't stupid. shout yeah. what the mm-hmm. fuck in the theater. It's, like, <laughs> yeah. it was, like, uh, it's, like, my same reaction to, like, hearing, like, that the the Titans trailer where you hear Dick Grayson go, fuck Batman. Yeah. And, like, you're just, like, wait, what? Uh, <laughs> I didn't see that coming. <laughs> like, I mean, it, the whole movie is already kind of sappy, so. Mm-hmm. Like it was like oh yeah, okay whatever all right <laughs> let's get back to the action.
0: <laughs> it was
1: definitely a shock woman. That's all we mm-hmm. could. That's the best way we could describe it, Henry. Because, yeah, like you know, you you grow up liking Pokemon and everything, just Pika Pikachu seeing Pika Pika, and then you're like an adult, and he, you find out he could
0: talk. and You're just like what? What? my no, whole hey, life has been alive let me ask you guys this in that moment did you read it as oh Pikachu actually can talk and has been able to talk this whole time but has chosen not to or do you read it as uh, maybe he didn't actually talk and maybe Ash was just kind of reading into it and you're just kind of reading the feeling he was getting from Pikachu How how do you guys interpret it interpret that
2: probably the latter probably just um just like that was just you know what ash was he could choose
1: yeah i don't think it was actually like peak yeah i think think you're
2: right it's probably a little more
1: thematic. yeah yeah i think (laughs) it was just like ash's imagination but but even then like just like that that just never happened before you know so it's just like it was just (laughs) definitely like just Totally caught
0: me off guard. Or is it these two old hardcore fans just refusing to accept the fact that Pikachu can speak? <laughs> they ruined Pokemon! <laughs>
2: Pokemon's not the same anymore! I'm like, uh, yeah, you know, like I said, Meowth can talk. At this point, it's like, oh, I guess Pikachu can't do it. Sure, why
1: not? It? With that voice. Like, Ryan Re- the Ryan Reynolds one, I was already, like, okay with. But that one, I was just like, okay, I don't know. It didn't fit.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> like I said, it was, it was just so corny, though. <laughs> but mm, that's how it is. So... Let's see. Uh, do you guys have any other thoughts on the on like the movie um, or Ash and Pikachu or anything like that? Like any anything on on just like the movie itself? Any closing thoughts?
1: Um, Henry, I feel like is, is there anything you want to say? Why I try? Yeah. think? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Um... You know, I was thinking about the villain of the movie, this character named Cross, Um, pretty interesting to me. Uh, You know, we talk a lot about villains in movies, how villains can kind of make or break movies. Um, With more kids-oriented movies, villains can be tricky, right? Because um, what makes villains really great in more adult-oriented movies, you can't really do with kids' movies, right? You can't make the villains too relatable. You can't humanize the villains too much. The villains in kids' movies really have to be like, you know, kind of black and white, no question about it, evil, right? And they definitely went that way with with Cross. You could argue at the end, Cross kind of became friendlier to Ash, right? But for the most part, Cross is like a major dick, you know, (laughs) like, like uh and i kinda I kind of like this character because um you know, like I say, with these kids' movies it, it does have to be black and white and and they just have to be really evil, so why not go all out right so when we're introduced to this character it's it's a pretty shocking moment he, there's this little uh pokemon uh charmander right uh who I guess is, uh, is his former Pokemon, right? And he like, he cast him away, but um, Charmander still loyal to him, right? So here's this cute little lizard guy and he, he, he wants his old trainer back. You know, he hugs his legs, like, you know, and then this dude fucking kicks him, man. <laughs> like, what the fuck, dude? And I was like, I like gasp. I'm like, oh, <gasps> what did he just do you know and um man like i just like despised this guy you know um and to me like that's what you really want out of a a, a kid's movie villain you really have to hate him right mm-hmm. and you get that from the very beginning with this guy and, and that's not the only moment right he has these moments where he he talks shit to ash like the whole movie right he's like you'll never win you're a loser like you don't have what it takes and um yeah just despicable Mm -hmm. um but uh it it works right you you really hate him so uh, as a as a villain in a kid's movie yeah for sure it's uh it's it's a good it's a good villain yeah he is a good villain he really
2: like invokes that like schoolyard bully feel yeah you know like that guy that you hated on the playground that was just like a total dick to
0: you Mm -hmm. definitely Uh, another thought i had was the overall theme of the movie and the overall theme is friendship right um and you know again thinking as a parent uh watching this movie i was keeping an eye on like, oh, what's, what's the message of this movie? Does this, does this movie have a positive message? And, um, I think, yeah, for sure there is a message and it's a, it it is a positive one. You know, it's, it's a, it's a message of friendship and the power of friendship, you know? Um, and it made me think of like, about, about you guys, like when, when you two were growing up, uh, kind of obsessed with Pokemon did did that did that come up what was was Pokemon like kind of an avenue for social interaction for friendship with other kids or was it not like you know, what was your experience growing up with this stuff
2: um I would say so yeah like um because it was like I heard about it through the playground and like Pokemon was almost like it was like how you interacted with some kids, yeah, in a way. Yeah, And you had, like, a bit of that friendly competition, or, like, trading cards and things like that. And um, it was, like, it was almost like the first, it was, like, one of the first big, like, nerdy fandoms mm-hmm. that, like, really brought people together on the playground. And how, like, you would talk about episodes, you would... Um, when the movie came out, everyone went to go see the movie and then you talk about it later. Oh, do you see the movie over the weekend? Yeah. Oh man. It was so cool. (laughs) Remember X, Y, and Z happened. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, It was definitely like for me. Yeah. Like definitely. I remember. Yeah. Just having a lot of friendships because of Pokemon and our love for it, you know? And it was definitely, yeah. Like that, like game that you talked about on the playground, like, it was like, oh, yeah, like, um, I have a Game Boy Color. Like, let's, you have this Pokemon or whatever. Like, let's trade, you know. And then you have your link cable back in the day. Because <laughs> yeah, was Wi-Fi wasn't a thing or anything like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, so you trade Pokemon. And then, yeah, going to go watch Pokemon, the first movie was... Really trippy. It was really pretty cool to see that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Def- definitely. It was definitely a talk on the playground. That and among other animes at the time, like Digimon and Yu Gi Oh! But Pokemon was definitely like
0: number one. Yeah, that's cool to hear because, you know, we keep talking about it, how Pokemon is wildly successful right um in the back of my mind is is that such a good thing you know is is there, a, is there anything positive coming out of this mm-hmm. and and i think i think there is from from the experiences you all mentioned um there's a like a camaraderie uh, you know um friendship sort of thing going on that's great, you know, um, I think uh, gaming culture kind of gets a bad rap, right? You know, it, it isolates people, you know, you tend to stay home by yourself with your controller <laughs> hours at a time. Um, but what you guys are describing, you know, out on the playground, you know, doing battle with other kids and just kind of geeking, geeking out over different shows and movies, like, I think that's uh, that's positive that's cool. Yeah.
2: So Henry, do you have anything kind of like that, that kind of word describing that you may have grown up with or something similar? Like,
0: yeah, that's a good question. You know, like, when we're talking about a different generation, my generation, gen X. um, There, to be honest, there really isn't anything quite like Pokemon. But I think the closest thing in my experience would be Transformers, Um, because uh, my experience watching the Transformers animated movie, I think, is similar to uh, your guys' experience watching Pokemon movies. Um, there's that same nostalgia factor, like you get that old feeling that that excitement from your youth um, and I think um, there's kind of a close parallel where um, both franchises kind of hit you with that multimedia assault you know it's not just one thing right with with Pokemon, you got hit with video games, you got hit with the shows, the movies, the card games, right. Uh, Transformers similarly, um, like the Transformers, the main thing was the toys, right? Everything around the Transformers franchise was trying to sell you those toys. Um, and one way or another, they were going to get you. <laughs> they had the cartoon. Like I said, there's an animated movie. Um, there's a comic book, you know? Um, so, yeah, like th- that, that like multimedia assault was like, that, that was familiar to me <laughs> like this this feels like what I went through with transformers <laughs> when I was young you know uh, so um, the, the the gaming aspect very different you know that that wasn't part of like the big media rollout right and with with the gaming that was the bread and butter of Pokemon right like the the the, the toys for the transformers were, uh the the gaming aspect of pokemon i think like everything kind of led to the gaming everything uh the shows the the movies the cars were all trying to get you to play those games right um similar to how with transformers they were trying to get you to buy those toys um uh, so yeah you know you know looking back i think there are a lot of parallels there um and it helped me too because even though like experience this pokemon stuff i didn't i don't really get it you know I, I don't understand the appeal so much but just framing it as like well that this is like my version of transformers and just looking at that way looking at it that way i understand it better because i'm like oh like I, I i get that you know i i get the the nostalgia factor and just bringing up cool shit From my youth, like I I get that, and uh, it makes me understand the appeal a little better. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, it's like I said, it's all about that, like, kind of that playground atmosphere, and kind of like the thing that got that thing that got you into like nerddom in a way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I guess, well, I guess with Pokemon, the way we've kind of like talked about it as being this like kind of like number one media juggernaut and like kind of the way we talked about how like uh, a lot of our experiences is usually just like as little kids rather than something like we've continued with as an adults say with like superheroes um it's something we got into as kids and but like there's been so you know we've continued adults and kind of appreciate it on that different level where, like, both me and Porphyro got out, you know, after, you know, a few years of Pokemon onto the next thing. And so, I I think, you know, and, like, if you keep watching more and more, like, more Pokemon, you kind of see that it, it still just caters to, you know, the little kids experience of it for the first time. But it still, like, has all these fans, has this big culture around it, and, like, is just, like I said, this just this media juggernaut uh, franchising worldwide.
1: Yeah. Uh, sorry.
2: Oh yeah. No, continue. I was going to ask like, why do you guys think uh, that is the case? What do you think makes it that way?
1: I, Pokemon? I str- I think there's two answers to that. Um, I feel like one, the answer is like, they keep evolving and they like, make like new ways to interact with people like with in like the video game community like um pokemon go or like with pokemon sword and shield you know like they they have like all these like battle gyms and stuff so i think there's just like this evolution of like um interacting with people and making like new rules and new pokemon But I also think the larger answer is that, like, it, it's just, even though Pokemon appeals to a younger audience, as you could see, I feel like our generation is still, like, the target audience, you know, it's kind of evolving like us. Like, if I, you know, like, the, the pants I showed you, like, all those Pokemon are from our generation, you know? like, the first generation, and no other generation of Pokemon is on there, and with, like, the rest of the Levi's collection. So it just shows that, like, it's still appealing, like, when it goes to, like, these big promotion stuff, it still appeals to our generation, and it really kind of plays on the nostalgia that, like, we'll always go back to it you know because we grew up with it and stuff you know
2: yeah that's a good point what do you think henry what do you think makes pokemon number one
0: you know i think a big part of it is the catchphrase itself gotta catch them all it's a very kid thing to think of i think you know like uh with my son um I can see this kind of mentality where he just wants, he wants it all, you know, like for example, uh, he has um, some Marvel action figures, uh, specifically the Marvel infinity war action figures. And it's kind of cool. Each one comes with an infinity stone, right? Yeah. So he's got three of these figures. So he's, uh, he's got three of the six infinity stones and like every day he's asking me like oh when when can i get the other stones <laughs> you know got to catch them all right mm-hmm. and um, it just it just kind of feeds into this this uh, kid desire to to i don't know complete the puzzle to have the full collection um, and and it kind of goes to what i was saying too about like like the, this whole multimedia rollout where if you're a kid, you don't just want to play the game. You want to watch the anime series. You want to watch all the movies. You want to play the, the cards and um, you know, everything, you know? Um, yeah. I, I see the obsessiveness uh, in my son a lot of times with this kind of stuff. And um I think that's a big part of the success like this franchise has has expertise in in um catering to that desire for kids just to 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 get it all to to have that full collection you know
2: yeah i think you guys made some really good points like you know nostalgia and just like just the vast like depth of everything of everything kind of pokemon related yeah on how, like, yeah, it's a good marketing term, gotta catch them all. It's almost like, oh, yeah, I gotta buy them all <laughs> in, in a way.
0: Like, I would yeah, it's, say, it's, like, it's, it's not only something describing the trainers, like the characters in the show and etc cetera, but it's also, it's almost, almost, it's almost telling kids, you gotta catch them all. Like, it's, <laughs> it's almost like ordering them to, you gotta get all this shit, you know, we gotta make <laughs> us some money.
2: it's made so much yeah seriously i'm so like like (laughs) i think i guess what i would add on to that i guess like um as as i've kind of been saying before like like pokemon was kind of like i think my introduction to nerddom in a way like i got out of it pretty early like a lot earlier than you know actually like most like most of my friends who are like my age got into it, ended up getting it, you know, staying on for a few generations because it's on eight now, and they still kind of get like the games. I I stopped at two and just never really progressed past that, which is still like the year two thousand I think was when they came out. Um, and like like I said, Pokemon really like kind of captures that feeling of being like six, seven, eight, and so I would say like Pokemon was like almost like my big gateway. To, to like, nerdum and a lot of nerdy things. Because uh, it was, like, my first real anime that I watched. And after that, I went on to, like, Dragon Ball Z and, like, things like that. Card games. And it's, like, after Pokemon, like, oh, you get, now I got into Yu-Gi-Oh! after that. And then Magic the Gathering. And then, like, the video game was my first, like, RPG. Like, JRPG. And then after that, it was, like, uh like final fantasy and things like that the witcher world of warcraft like i went on to those and like kind of like other various offshoots and like pokemon like kind of always has a foot in like each of those and like will always kind of be like my personal introduction so in a way like even when i like I'm, like, away from Pokemon, it's still kind of there in a way, because it, it'll still always, like, be that thing you come back to. Um, which also definitely, like, feeds into that nostalgia um, that Prophira mm-hmm. was talking about, and how, like, as you kind of get into these new things and, like, new new versions of what you may have seen earlier, you might come, you'll come back to Pokemon later, after seeing like little references seeing ways it may have influenced like kind of like culture kind of just nerd geeky culture um you'll kind of pick up on things and be like oh that's like pokemon that's like this oh that's like this thing from pokemon that i that i remember from being a kid and so um like you have that just coupled with just like just the the design of pikachu is just you know very cute, very, and very, very iconic. Yeah. And so just mixed with that, like, you recognize something as a kid. Like, you, you mentioned with um, yeah, those pants you bought, Porfirio. Uh, when I was in Japan, I actually went to an entire store dedicated to Pokemon, which is really cool. And it was filled with a bunch of people in their 20s, like me. <laughs> like, a bunch of people who grew up with it as, like, kids just buying all this merchandise of Pokemon uh to get to get their fix as well as like people meeting up to battle and like people brought uh, at the time it was uh like the 3ds was really big and so a lot of people brought the 3ds's with i think it was x and y at the time and all met up to battle and that was really cool
1: and so that's cool mm
2: -hmm. and so like yeah like like you mentioned henry those games are really like the big centerpieces Mm-hmm. And it really gives Pokemon, I guess, that competitive edge. That really like, and like, I I think that competitive edge in games is kind of what keeps people like investing time and money as well into it. And into being like, so it's more than just um, like just Pikachu. Whereas like the number two uh, highest selling franchise is Hello Kitty. And so I think that that like. That extra competitive edge is really, it's really kind of what puts it at the number one spot. Mm, yeah, I even even though I never stayed with it, and like, um, I think that like, whereas there's other things you know we've all generally stayed with and grown up with, such as like superheroes, or like I guess another video game series for me would be the Legend of Zelda. Mm, mm-hmm. All right. So you guys have any other uh, any other thoughts? Anything you wanted to say about? about Pokemon, Pikachu, Ash, or even even just gaming or just growing up?
1: Uh, I think one last thing I want to talk about Pokemon. I think Henry brought it up one time before is, um, you know, Pokemon has this conversation about, like, friendships and all that kind of stuff. But then when you kind of think about it, it's just, like, humans using Pokemon to fight each other. To the death You know Until one Pokemon Can't fight no more And That's when Peter gets involved And it, it's just Super Funny Which I think Yeah After we watched The movie I think he, that was One thing Henry Talked about How He couldn't help But notice that I was like And I Yeah I, I didn't notice that Until like Yeah like Middle school High school Cause I was just Always like It's Pokemon They fight but and then I just remember like reading like Peta um, saying like, oh, like that's not friendly and everything. Pokemon are your friends. Why are you making them fight each other? I'm just like, I don't know, I was really like, I don't know, that's how it is.
0: <laughs> yeah, that definitely crossed my mind when I was watching this movie. You know, again, I was sort of like looking for messages, positive or otherwise and it just kind of struck me how the the story is really about these kids who are capturing animals and training them to fight other animals like that's really what's going on right yeah. <laughs> um and and that is animal cruelty right um now it's a fantasy world and we're not talking about real animals and you know these are animals that have uh, Special powers and etc. So it's kind of a stretch to call it animal cruelty, but it does make you wonder you know, like, does consuming all this Pokemon media lead to people maybe not being as sensitive as they could about uh, animal abuse and that sort of thing? Maybe I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know if I really buy into that. Um, uh, but it, it definitely kind of rose, you know, uh, made made me, you know, think twice a little bit. I, I think ultimately, you know, the, the primary message of friendship is 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 positive, and I think it's something that I think uh, does send like positivity, positivity to kids. Um, but um, yeah, I, I think it's 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 worth being mindful of. I think you know. Uh, again, I, I I don't think Pokemon like causes people to abuse animals, um, but uh, you know, I think I think uh, you know some conversations are are worth having about it. I think
2: there definitely is some like uh, dissonance there, and like I think it's an idea that ultimately will like. It, it, it's really there for you know the game mechanics. Like it's definitely an idea that makes more sense as a video game, where um, you you have like your magical abilities like in Dungeons and Dragons, but kind of mixing it with like, say like uh, something like bug collecting or like um, uh, you know exploration, where, mm-hmm. and like I guess I'd also like liken in Pokemon battles in like that like kind of gyms or like the league to be it's 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 more like martial arts like it's more of like you're engaging in a sport rather than like engaging in like you know like some like dog fighting or something you know something awful like that um but like i, I like it is it is also something that like you, you could tell like they didn't it's never like fully explained like that, it's just kind of like, that's the world, and that's just how it is, and
0: everyone's okay. Don't think about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like I said, it's worth having a conversation about. But I like what you mentioned, the, the martial arts aspect. You know, like in Kung Fu, there are animal styles. So you could argue maybe you could read it as a trainer using a certain Pokemon to battle is like uh, like a Kung Fu master using a, a certain animal style, like let me use tiger style to beat this guy. Mm-hmm. You know, something along those lines. Um yeah, I, I think maybe that's a, a better way to look at it, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I
2: guess that's how I would frame it. Cause you do go to gyms to do battles and the badges are essentially think of them like like belts.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: yeah. Cool. All right. So um I think that's that's all the questions I have on Pokemon. Um, I guess uh, real quick, though, I do want to also shout out a couple other big Nintendo anniversaries this year. Oh. Uh, the Legend of Zelda, which turned 35 on February 21st.
0: Nice. Wow.
2: And Metroid, which turns 35 as well on August 6th.
0: Awesome. Both of these games I did play on initial release, <laughs> on original oh, nice. 8-bit NES, yep. I, 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 I was fully into these games, so uh-huh. um, yeah, I can't say enough. These are classic video games that uh, I will uh, forever have a special place in my heart for.
1: Uh-huh. So should, should we um, rate the Pokemon movie? Let's do it. Oh, yeah. So, Christian, since you, you know, let the discussion you wanted to start off.
2: Okay, let's see. Um, so Pokemon, I choose you. Uh, it, like I said, it, it can be kind of hard to rate this. Like, as much as we talked about, it, I actually didn't think of like a numerical rating for this because, like, it's almost like, like a, you know, like oh, it's a, it's a, it's a stupid kids movie out of five. Like, I enjoyed it. I had some fun. Um. I'd call it maybe like, I don't know, maybe like a two or a three out of five. I think like, yeah, I'll, I'll be a little nicer to it. I'll, I'll, I'll give it, you know, just three. It was all right. It, it kind of did its job. It, it like, it showed some fun Pokemon, had some good animation. Um, a lot of, there's definitely a lot of like kind of downsides, like, like we mentioned to like the character Ash and like, you know, kind of a few scenes that may just, you know, probably probably weren't up there in terms of the way they should have hit, but I don't know. I guess, I guess I enjoyed it. What do you guys think?
1: Yeah. I think like straight, like you like, it's a, it's a Pokemon movie. I think that there are other Pokemon movies than this one. Um, I mean, it's not like an Oscar worthy kind of movie or anything. It's a kid's movie. Um, I enjoyed it. You know, it, it did its job. It gave me that nostalgia and everything. Um, would I sit down and watch it again? Maybe not. Give me a few more years. So I'd give it a two. Um, yeah, it, it did its job for bringing back nostalgia and like that like gleaness of watching and growing up with it. But yeah, give me a while before I, I like rewatch it <laughs> or something like that. Yeah,
0: a two. Yeah, I'm going to give it a two also. Um, Yeah, you know, I mean, bottom line is it's a kid's movie, you know. Nothing wrong with kids' movies. Um, But, uh, you know, I kind of think nowadays uh, there are movies that have universal appeal that, you know, kids and adults can watch. Um, So to say you know, oh, this is a kid's movie and, you know, if you're an adult and you, you don't really like this movie, then you just don't really get it. Like, well, that's true in a, in a sense. But also, I think you, you can make movies that really work for all ages, right? Um, yeah. So I, that's kind of a cop-out to say, oh, like, you shouldn't talk shit about this movie as an adult because it's not really meant for you. There is truth to that, but I think... You, you can make a better movie um, that appeals to, to everyone right? so I'm going to stick with the two that all said though I did subsequently watch this movie again with my son um, and no big surprise but he really loved it and um, so you know um, if he were here to give his review I'm sure he'd give it a 5 out of 5 <laughs> absolutely loved it uh, great. so again you know is not necessarily for me but i just say uh, objectively speaking i'll give it a two and i will say that um you know uh just because it's a kid's movie doesn't mean the old man can enjoy it too so do better pokemon <laughs> you, c- <laughs> you can make a movie that I, I can enjoy i think uh so i'll leave it at that
2: all right yeah and, um i definitely i definitely agree with that like there's a, like with pokemon as big as it is who knows maybe there is bound to be that that epic a plus
1: movie i say watch the first pokemon movie
3: yeah like yeah
1: yeah i mean the first movie or pokemon 2000 i say like i could watch that as now and be like yeah that's awesome
0: uh. All right. Well, there's there's a good tip right there. Okay. With that, we can wrap up the episode. This is Farewell from Henry Christian and Porfirio.
3: I want to be the very best like no one ever was. Train them is my car